104.7's Ryan and Tanya. Get up with Ryan and Tanya. They're just like you, only much weirder. For a faulty joint replacement compensation claim, mej.com today you. Hit 104.7. What? She's just buying time. No, that's not... Verbal ping pong. I feel like we have not played this in so long. Yeah, it's because you took a month off. I took three... Oh, yeah, no, I did take a month off. All right, the way this works is you can't get one wrong, you can't repeat one, you can't think too long. The score is 11-all. 11-all. Hit the break at a tie. Um, producer Maddie is the judge and adjudicator. His decision is final, which sometimes I have an issue with, but... More than often you have an <laughs> yeah. issue with. It's good to be back, though, guys. How good is this going to be? Yeah, it's feeling good. Feel this good. is going to be good. Right, what's the topic? What it always doing? gets real tense in here. So as yep. we all know... The new season of The Bachelor finally yep. premiered earlier this week right. with loads of girls vying for the affection of the beautiful of Maddie J. Or Instagram followers. That's, that's right. Yeah. So your first category, guys. Here we go. Former Aussie bachelors or bachelorettes. Ryan, go. Georgia Love. Sam Frost. Richie. Uh, Maddie J. Is he a former one, though? Yeah, oh. go. I'll, I'll, yep, go. Uh, who was the... Uh, like, oh, Tim Robards. I was going to say Tim Robards. Oh, you know, the the one who's no, a Perth no, real estate no, agent. No, no, see you, Sam, Sarah. Sam Wood. Sam Wood. And Blake Garvey. Blake. How are we forgetting yeah, the good the old Blake Garvey? The real estate agent was the one. That, yeah, Blake Garvey. I was trying I to think know. of Blake Garvey, I was, and I was almost about to say... that I don't want to say what I was going to say. Oh, right! <laughs> The something right. one. No, 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 no
come on. Oh, I mean, get me off this what? show. What? That was horrific. Get up with Ryan and Tanya. Hit 104.7. Thirteen ten sixty. do you know someone who's been overseas and come <laughs> home with an accent? I mean, I just, I understand that when you get to a new country, you, you need to sort of talk so they can understand you. So sometimes you'll use slightly different words or you'll give a bit of a twang just so they just so they get it. Yeah. But when you come home... With I don't, a full accent. Yeah, like I, I played college volleyball in America. How and, long? Uh, I was there for a year. Yeah. And a, a girl who I know, Shayla, she went for the same year as a different school. So we both came back. Yeah. And she came back full American. Weird. She's an American citizen in her mind. She talks everything American. And even after a few weeks being back in Australia, full on. And then they're like, oh, that's just what happens. Right, Ryan? I was like, no. <laughs> yeah. Right, no. Ryan? Yeah, right, Ryan? No. Nah. No, I actually just, um, I just have my own voice. Thank you. Yeah, I think people just get... Um well, first of all, I think when you're there, you get influenced. And, you know, when someone's mm. crossing their legs, you cross your legs. When right. someone's leaning forward, you lean forward. It's sort of like that. But when you come back, you sort of think, well, you're, you're not now. in that environment anymore. You shouldn't need to necessarily. I think what they're saying is, how cool am I? I've, I've been, been overseas. Um, Brad in Belconnen, who's come back with an accent? Morning, guys. Morning. Um, my uh, good friend, he's uh, Ginger. Yep, good. And uh, awesome guy. He went to uh, New Zealand for a month. Yeah. Mate, I kid you not, he came back with a full-blown Kiwi accent. <laughs> Just slightly what? different to our own. Yeah, what, what, oh, yeah. was it, like, overall? Because I, I know, like, my girlfriend Bridget's from New Zealand and sometimes you can't tell, but there's just a few specific mm-hmm. words where you just your ears will prick up. Or was oh, he yeah. just full-blown? Oh, mate, he's full-blown it. And he's funny as, <laughs> funniest guy I've ever known, but he played this accent so well. And he kept it for about... Two months after until we told him knock it off. It's getting annoying. So he had it for longer than when he went for? Yeah. Oh, what a flog. Was he he putting it on or do you think that he was like so influenced by the culture? Well, he definitely was putting it on. Oh, I reckon he was that influenced. Like he was doing like hand signs and everything. Like he was full into it. But it's funny seeing seeing Ginger jump around doing hand signs. And we asked him, how do you, like why? And he said, because they're my family and all that. And I was just like, come on. Family or did you go on a holiday? On, I mean, come on. Uh, let's finish with Cass in Woden. Um, who who came back from overseas? So it was um, a girl in high school. Mm-hmm. And she went over. It was just a small exchange program. She was over for about four or six weeks. Not long at all. She came back and she had an American accent. We thought, oh, okay, here we go. We were in older high school, so we knew better. We knew that she didn't really have one. Yeah. <laughs> and she, she had this accent. We're like, oh, okay, okay. But she'd change it up every day. So it'd be Texan this day, but it'd be Middle American next day. It'd be, you know, a New Yorker accent the day after. But what she started doing was um, she dropped the accent mm-hmm. and then we would catch her out and she would go, oh, you're over again. And then she'd have to put on the accent again so that <laughs> she, we would believe her that she had an accent. She would touch her out like... When you just forget... And, and then, she, she forgot which character she was in. Are you playing Southern Belle or Carrie Bradshaw today? Who are you? <laughs> That's exactly right. And so she had to phase it out over a year. <laughs> over a year? She had to Sorry. phase out. She had a full plan involved. Um, phase it out. That is exactly. unbelievable. She had to phase herself out. So she had to phase the American accent out. And she said to us, oh, it'll only take about a week before I'm back to Aussie again. 
Oh, God. Oh, God. I mean, oh, she just sounds like a real yeah, wanker. Yeah. <laughs> Get up with Ryan and Tanya. Hit 104.7. 13.10.60. How old were you when you first got behind the wheel? Louise called through the other day and said, oh, we had a bit of a misdemeanour at home. Um, my son, who's in grade six, crashed the car while he was trying to park it in the garage. And we went, oh. Oh, what? a 12-year-old driving. And she was like, oh, obviously. Yeah, just putting the cars away. What's the big deal? Well, the big deal is he crashed twice that same day, so uh, that was interesting. But I think a lot of people... But also, he's 12. He's also 12. Yep. Uh, The first time I... I used to sit on my dad's lap when I was, like, three or four, and I wouldn't drive it, like, just when we got into the driveway because my nana had this long driveway. You'd hold the steering wheel. Yeah, I'd just sit on his lap and hold the wheel, and I was like, I'm driving. He's like, you're an idiot, but he kind of, you know... We were three, Ryan. And he was like, yeah, you're driving. Look, here you go. And he's like, I can't believe this is my son. Um, But that was cool with Dad. And then later, when I was about 14, uh, my mum's friend has a property up in sort of Barrymore up around there, and uh, we used to drive around the paddocks just to get a feel for it because it's so exciting. a feel for it? You learn to drive at 16 or 17. Not like a feel for it in a paddock when you're 14. What are you doing? Just testing out, testing out the wheels. You could have died. Was someone teaching you? Or were you just like no, giving it. it a go? What is that? It's not a game. It's real life. You yeah, that's why you need to practice. You could have killed yourself. Maybe why you're such a bad driver is because you didn't get enough practice when you were in your early teens. Yeah, I reckon that's I didn't it. get behind the wheel at six. That's the problem. <laughs> uh, Andrew, how old were you? Oh, mate, I was six. Okay. Six. Six. <laughs> and where were you driving? Well, we were going up and down Mount Taylor. No, you were not. <laughs> Unfortunately, that's a yes. That's a okay. yes. Uh, and I so hope it, the police aren't listening. Are you in, and we do not encourage or endorse children to be driving. Uh, now oh, that, me too, me too. Yeah, of course not. But seriously, how fun's this? So, uh, Andrew, were you in the car by yourself? Is, like, mum or an older brother in the passenger seat, or what's the deal? Nah, me and me old man. Yeah. He was teaching me to drive at six years old up Mountain Tower. Would you okay, say it's what? a great father-son oh, bonding experience? Yeah, apparently that's what they're supposed to be. Yeah, just well, bringing men together. Back, do you have kids now, Andrew? Yes. Do you think I would never teach my six-year-old to drive? My old man was loose. I get my six-year-old to drive around my backyard all the time. <laughs> like father, like son. <laughs> there it is. Um, let's go to Alicia. Now, Alicia, is it your niece who's driving? Yeah. And how old is she? She's eight. Oh, great. And does Why she, she do, does like love it? crazy pills. Yeah, she um her dad owns an old Nissan Patrol and she goes for driving in it. No, how good is that? You mean she goes where, where is she going? Why? You know what? Why doesn't she skip? Kids can skip or play with, you know, coloring in. Why does she need to be driving a foil drive? It's fun. Yeah, good times, good times. It's a good I mean, And whereabouts are they going driving? So they live down in Victoria, so there's a lot of four driving tracks. Out in the bush down there. Yep, yep. And it is a, it is a good good daughter daddy time. They really get along and enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. It's all good until she had a bit of an accident. But the four drives okay. Yeah. The what car's about fine. her? No, the car's fine. The car's That's fine. Fine. Oh, what, I, what I'm hearing is this is just something that brings families around Canberra together. I disagree. Just brings them together, and we all get along and have some great father. Son, daughter time, and we can all be a happy, happy family. Uh, let's finish with uh, backflip Tim. <laughs> Tim, how you been, man? How you going? Yeah, not too bad. Now, I don't want to know how young you were when you started on the, the roller skates because I'm sure that's young for a seasoned pro like yourself. Yeah. But when did you start driving? Um, probably about year uh, eight or nine. I started a little car washing gig around my old man's place. Oh, yeah. um, Making a couple of bucks. I, I did have a little um, cart that I used to drag around with all the 
soap sponges and etc. Um, but then I got to the point where uh, I was telling the customers or the clients or whatever that I was watching yep. the car that um, uh, it would just be easier if I just take the car back to the um, uh, back to my place and I wash it there and I'll bring it back. And because uh, it was in an older suburb, they'd be like, "Oh, you got your license?" I was like, "Yeah, yeah, sure." Yeah, no worries. So I'll just take it for a bit of a spin and take it for it and then wash it and then take it back. So you were fourteen. <laughs> back flipped yeah. him on and the roads. What about your parents? Were your parents like, ah? Uh, no, my dad was. Uh, well, I, I was just. Going doing that on weekends, so, and my dad was. I remember one day my dad was like, How's that car get here? And I said, Oh, the customer dropped it off, and um, I'll, they'll come back and pick it up. Yep, you're just an. This I'll, is like, cool. I'll just wait until he was out the back, and then off I go. Yep, you're just an enterprising young man trying to make a dollar in this tough world. It's a tough world out there, and just trying to make a quid and keeping the you old can people's do cars clean. Other things to make money. You do not need to drive other people's cars on the main roads when you are 14. All right, uh, keep your com- comments coming in online. Let's uh, get on the Facebook page and see how young we can get. No, I, I don't want to see how young we can get. If there's someone who is driving but doesn't have teeth. Uh, no. And I'm not talking about Parramatta fans, I'm talking about babies. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> Get up with Ryan and Tanya. Kit 104.7. Hey, so, you know, I like being real loose and X-rated on my Snapchat. Right. And I don't like the fact that my mother has decided to follow me on Snapchat. She doesn't follow anyone else, just me. So she's a bit conservative and you, like, don't really want to see her on it. I don't want her to see me be a loose swearing mess. She's super conservative. Now, Ryan, I mentioned this yesterday and you had this, like, brilliant idea. Yeah, so we'll set a bit of a challenge Mm -hmm. to see if, you know, she can handle it and uh, if you can handle her being there. So uh, let's let's give her a call. Hello. Hello, Jan. How are you? This is Ryan and Tanya. You may know us from the child you gave birth to and her friend. Hello, Ryan and Tanya. How are you? Very well. Now, Tanya claims that yes. she, and you was on the show, you said you were going to stay off her Snapchat and you, it appears, have not taken up your end of the deal. Is this true? Well, I did. I did originally. And then? And then I went back on. Yeah. You're like a junkie. You couldn't get enough of it. Jan, the reason Tanya doesn't like you on the Snapchat is she feels like she wants to maybe have a bit of flavourful language and talk about a few topics that maybe is a bit awkward to talk about around your parents. So it's not that she's doing anything wrong. She'd just feel a bit more comfortable if she had like a bit of a free space to, uh, to be free herself. zone. Does that sound a fair enough? Parent-free zone. But, but what about other parents? Well, other parents? But they're not my parents. Yeah, it's, it's not really about what people think of Tanya. Tanya's just not wanting to offend or upset you. So she kind of goes, well, Mum, yeah. just give me this space because I don't want you to get upset. Oh. Um, Jam, what we're going to do is I've written a few little sentences here that uh, are a bit colourful. And if you okay. can listen to these and not get offended, then maybe it's okay for you to be back on the Snapchat. But if you are offended, then that's probably a sign for you to say, okay, I'll, I'll stay off Snap and let Tanya have her space, okay? All right, okay. All right, now I've, I've written a couple Ryan's of Ryan's written these. Here's the first sentence. Okay. So tap out, Mum, if this is too fragrant a language or what. Oh, for God's sake. Ryan, I'm not... Sa- Let's start at the start. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I can't believe Thomas... Pool yelled at me about f- sugar. What a f- out of a boyfriend! Oh yeah, I don't like that. No. Well, what are you doing on my snap? Are you tapping out? <laughs> Do you want to try one more, Jan? Just to, just for flavour. All right. Okay. All right. God, your game this morning Round for a librarian, two. Ryan. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Ryan thinks I'm always trying to crack onto him, especially the time he claims I grabbed him on the. D- <laughs> 
animals. I keep going, Tan. That's kind of funny. <laughs> keep going, Daniel. And also the time I pulled his pants, I pulled his pants down and hosed his glitter spray. He also claims I pulled down his pants and inappropriately touched him, which I did not. Oh, uh, yeah, it went downhill from there, didn't it? After the glitter, around the glitter time. Oh, she, she's nah. well aware of this. <laughs> Listens to okay. the show. Seems like she's fine with that as well. Um, Maybe you're not as conservative, conservative as I, I thought. Matt? I'm not saying that. <laughs> no? <laughs> no? All right, Tan's ten snapped out. Let's just try this one. Just start reading. No. <laughs> Do I have to? No, I'm not saying either. Of no, I'm not saying either. Both of you boys. It sounds like you're tapping out, Tan. It sounds like your mum, Jan, is more uh, colourful and up for it than you are. <laughs> I'm not up for the thing you've written down here, if that makes any sense, Ryan John. I think you should read it anyway. One of the questions I keep asking myself this year is... (laughs) (laughs) I can't. can't. This can't go on the air. No way. You know what, Mum? Stay on. If you could could handle what I said before and think it's funny, enjoy my Snapchat. I can go back on. Go back on. Well played, Jen. Well played, ma'am. You guys are killing it at the moment. It's sound, the show sounded great this morning. All right, we have enough air checks at work. Thank you. See you, bye. Get up with Ryan and Tanya. Hit 104.7. The weekend whip. Let's do it. Oh, it feels right. Just getting that little bit of uh, whip of good back into your Friday morning. Yeah, I've missed the whip. Yeah, so you've got five seconds before you get whipped out to sell us on whatever you've got going on. Maybe it's a charity, a GoFundMe page, a ball, an event. Plug your Instagram. Literally whatever you want to do. All right, Francine. Uh, good morning. How are you? Good morning. I'm good, thanks. All right, you got five seconds. What do you got? Um, come down to the local markets at Epic Park all weekend. Etsy, great. Yep. So Etsy? Yep, and down at Epic. They're always great down there at Epic. They are good. Good quality market. Their Uh, Christmas market's off. Heaven. uh, Good to know in July. (laughs) Well, well, you know... I, last... Just an early whip, just getting in, book of the day. <laughs> I had the best day down there just before Christmas. I, like, oh, shut up, Ryan. Uh, <laughs> deals in Belconnen, five seconds, go. Happy birthday to my brother for Sunday and shout out to Timothy Jackson. Timmy Timothy J. Jackson, yes. TJ J. All right, uh, Deb in Queanbeyan, five seconds, go. Okay, tonight, midwinter at the Arboretum, mulled wine, tickets on the website. Bang. I mean, Deb crushed it just on the DL. Yeah, but mulled wine at the Arboretum. I mean, now we're talking winter, folks. A nice view up that there. That view? I only went to the Arboretum last Sunday for the first time. Really? Yes. Yeah, it's unreal up it's, there. I'm, and, like, just driving around. Obviously, I didn't run, but driving around, it's gorgeous. Yeah, uh, the mulled wine, that is it. Do you like a mulled wine? I don't like wine because, you know, when you have alcohol trauma, like, I drunk too much goon at uni, and now when I drink yeah, wine, I go, Ugh. It's over. Yeah. yeah. Uh, in Pierce, we've got Kelly. What's happening? Hi, guys. Heart rate for Hartley. Indoor cycle challenge is on tomorrow across six gyms. To register, hartley.org.au. That sounds like a good one. Hartley.org.au. Now, from Holt, uh, is this Harold? No, it's actually Handsy Harold. And if any of the ladies. No, thank you. Uh, Not today. Uh, Michelle. You managed to get that done. Michelle in Chisholm. Uh, What's happening? Go. I'm having my birthday party at um, Wedding Hellenic Club. 
Happy birthday! At the Hellenic Club. Michelle. Michelle. Everyone head down there and go, uh, which table are you at? Oh, when we're here for Michelle's party. They go, okay, righto. And just make sure you put it on her tab as well. Don't um, do that to her. there's like, no greater present than receiving the bill at the end of the <laughs> night and realising that half the parlour was using your account. Uh, do they do tabs anymore? Yeah. Uh. How long has it been since you've purchased more than one drink on an evening? Mm, gosh, 2011. In Queanbeyan, Tony, five seconds, go. Hi, come and see your favourite Star Wars characters at Christmas in July. Queanbeyan Showground this Sunday. Ten- Whoa! I don't even like Star Wars, but that sounds awesome. Star Wars characters at a Christmas in July in Queanbeyan. That I mean, is three of all. my favourite things. That's that's actually really awesome. I, yep. I want to do Christmas in July. I'm sad we didn't do anything on the air for it. Well, you've got two days to get something sorted. Nah, I couldn't be bothered, but I really wanted to. George, five seconds, go. Uh, shout out to my mate, the painter. It's fucking cold out there. <laughs> All right, we'll just whip him out there. Thank you. And let's go to Nick and Gungarland. Go. Hey, guys, we got a chicken wing eating competition kicking off at 4 o'clock on Saturday. It's a wing-wing situation. <laughs> oh, my God! One of the... Good nah, work well, from Nick. I need more. Nick, Nick, where exactly again is this happening? Because I think I'm free now on Saturday. Uh, where, where is it? Couldn't come to my afternoon Young drinks. Young and frisky. Young and frisky. Oh, oh, oh yeah, no, I've done. You know the wing of, place? No, mate, the I've done place? plenty of time at Young and Frisky, especially on a Friday afternoon when there's some American sport to be had. That is so three o'clock. Four o'clock kickoff, Matty. Four, Four o'clock. And what do I get for... Is it like the most wings or is it speed there winging? Is. The person who eats the most wings get a $200 bar tab voucher and also $200 worth of chicken wings. Producer White you. Trash, Matt Knight, will see you tomorrow. And as you said, it is a wing-wing situation. Hit 104.7.